It is the A-Train Sports Talk podcast with your host and conductor, Anthony Smith, the number one podcast throughout the state of Kansas, city to city, state to state, coast to coast. Interviews, news reports, breaking news, and the return of outside-the-box non-sports related. So tune in to your favorite host and conductor of the A-Train Sports Talk podcast, Anthony Smith. A-Train Sports Talk podcast, and we're kind of hopping on here like expeditiously as we are about to catch the press conference of the naming of the new Wichita State head baseball coach. It is already in progress with Athletic Director Kevin Saul introducing Brian Green as the new head man at Utah State, so we're going to just catch that in progress so here we go american players here semi-finalists brooks wallace award and hauser award placed more players in drafts tops for mexico state washington state numerous academic 2020. As an assistant coach, he's had an opportunity both UCLA and Kentucky. Had a Dick Hauser Award win. Less that experience. Paul Root Award winner, Golden Spikes Award winner, perfect baseball American. From a competitive standpoint, Mexico State, one of the biggest turnarounds in college football history. Throughout this process, countless conversations, colleagues, athletes, Reds have 25 year career. He's worked tireless national. Outstanding offensive mind. Genuine relationship builder that's good. 
incredibly thankful and appreciative of his wife, Beth, daughters, Zoe, doctors, established. Brian personifies again our core values, committed to the partnership. We've got a clear vision for the program. We'll assemble a highly competitive. My distinct pleasure to welcome the family home. Our next head baseball coach. Thank you. Uh, a hard time. Um, very special day, obviously, for me and my family. About me. Thank you. Yeah, College baseball junkie. I'm a cat. Up in California. Um, very low middle class family. Very hard working family. Growing up and watching upper. Time for. Watching the College World Series, having had uh, Miami and LSU. So this okay. Thank you. I will dry up in a minute, but thank you. So thank you. Um, honor. Graham, uh, we Kevin built Jennifer, my alma mater at family. Mexico State. Uh, I really wanted to do that. Washington State for taking a chance, Power Five level uh, on a WAC coach. Everybody across the country that we could do this program as a coaching staff. We're able to do that and Washington chance on us. This is an opportunity to come to the Pac-12 uh, and President Schultz, Kirk and Noel, uh, and to Pat Shun, something that I'll be for. Becky and I trenched, locked, going anywhere. This opportunity about. What are we talking about? 
There's a lot of good players on that on this. A lot of good talent. Coaching staff that's currently obviously I have some tough to have things. Coaches, I got an opportunity. Um, Mike and Mike, great. Uh, loud. There are real people. There and it made me connect even more to what I want to do. About we're going to be about being real and we're going to be about being authentic. About telling about pouring our in program. What an unbelievable opportunity I've been presented in. But we have, but not bring a program back. The program is legend, greatness. Still fulfill my life. Close, knocked on it. Regionals or a super regional, and guys, but yeah. And this opportunity came about. My wife and I and Becky, said, uh, this is it. That's the place. No seat. Potential uh, cabinet. Court is loud and expect a lot. Bring it. So it's uh, that pressure comes. And for us, go because I, I being in a program where there is no ceiling, an we'll opportunity, to go a couple of change is hard. A lot of people, I know that the players here went through challenging, challenging. I've been on the phone with almost every player. Haven't slept. Uh, got two battery chargers, and, uh, and and but I'm I think I'm whittling it down a little bit. But but talking about an opportunity, have to have to. I didn't didn't try to grab trust challenge. What I've done is try to be very authentic. Had his presentation. That is, parents all with sales pitch. We are in this want to be. So, and with that comes the plan right now. What what's immediate program? What's immediate is right now. Not about portal. Not about previous recruits. About college players. About the team on this roster right now. My sole responsibility right now is to try to keep that team, get back to Utah, and allow me the opportunity. The second one is to get that recruiting class signed with talented. Those were players that wanted to come here, families that wanted to come here, get them to come here and earn their trust so I can coach them. We can have the opportunity to coach them. And from them, from there, getting out in the community, there, it's been very simple. Those are the last three days. Uh, 
phase two is trying to do a great job today and get the word out that, that the message we want to send is authentic. We're going to have high octane energy. We want to win and we're going to win. We're going to do it in a manner that's about what this program I think is about. But I understand change, change is hard. We will be about team first integrity, something that's very, very important to me. I've been given and we've been given the opportunity to rent a space here in a program that is storied. I understand that. My responsibility bring it right here, bring it coaches for everyone who gives us the opportunity that. That's my responsibility. I've been given a tremendous given a tremendous opportunity. My responsibility is to bring it and respect that opportunity every day. Energy and gas. I want to talk about a, a two letter word called we and I thought about this the other day, but we wins. I lose it. We wins. And when I say we, I just thought it might be a little corny and it might be a little a little canned, but I thought it, it might work. And I want to say it because I'm going to say it to our players, and we already did. But in we, there is Wichita and there's everyone. And I thought that kind of works. And for me, it's about community, and it's going to be about a team effort. Everyone involved, how you win, in my opinion. Academics, community, fundraising, compliance, strength, training. We apologize. We've got to go to a break. And I want to thank my partner, so they didn't know that be using their feed to uh, catch this press conference. And that's all I'm going to give you guys right there of that press conference. It is the introduction of Brian Green being named as the head men's baseball coach for the Wichita State Shocker. Hope you enjoyed listening in. And uh, we have a show to do. And breaking news is that Chris Paul was informed that he would be waived today. That came less than an hour ago. So what I am going to do, I am going to take a break. And when I come back, trust me, we're going to get into this story on the A-Train Sports Talk podcast. Your host, your conductor, Anthony Smith. That's right. Come back on the other side of this break. We will have the news of Chris Paul being waived and so much more. Glad you could join me. Glad you are on for the ride. We're going to take you on a journey. It is the Train Sports Talk Podcast. I need a haircut. Yo, I need a haircut. Yo, I need a haircut. Oh, really? Well, I'll tell you where you can go. How about 256 North Topeka? 
Midtown Barbershop. Got two seasoned barbers on staff. Malcolm and Tony. Located 256 North Topeka. Midtown Barbershop. Can they do fade? Have you coming in looking like five bucks? Leave out looking like brand new money? Of course. Fades, beard trims, bald shaves. They can do it all. It's Midtown Barbershop. 256 North Peak. Malcolm and Tony. Tell them A-Train sent you. And now, back to the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. back aboard the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. Your host, your conductor, Anthony Smith. In that first segment, you heard the press conference introducing Brian Green as the new Wichita State baseball coach. I'm pretty sure there's more going on, but uh, I gave you a little sample platter. Uh, something he said uh, made a lot of sense to me. And you tend to take things away from the press conference. Uh, He said, we win and I lose. We win and I lose. I also had a chance to hear an interview that was conducted by a friend of mine by the name of Bob Lutz. As he was talking with a guy from Pullman, Washington in regards to getting a little bit of information on Brian Green. He says basically what you get with Brian Green is a guy that will be out in the community promoting program. Uh, He's a guy that does not see an interview as a task, but he makes himself available. As a matter of fact, word has it that he will be on another show that I listen to, which is uh, KGSO. He will be on the show which is hosted by Phil Stevenson called In the Zone. So you might want to check that out. So just a little bit of here and there. Uh what I am going to do, I am going to talk about the breaking news that is Chris Paul. However, something else I want to talk about and it's a pretty lengthy article uh it also came from a podcast that i was listening to and it was also made for print it was uh about mike pelfrey a guy had a chance to meet nice stand-up guy and i was trying to on another show of mine you know give his thoughts Mike Pelfrey speaks out on Wichita State baseball coaching change and calls for fan support. In a wide-ranging, hour-long interview with ESPN Wichita radio host Shane Dennis, Wichita State pitching coach Mike Pelfrey gave his thoughts on the recent coaching change for Shocker Baseball Monday afternoon. Pelfrey had just completed his fifth season as pitching coach 
for the Shockers, most recently under interim head coach Lauren Hibbs, who guided WSU to a 30-25 record and a third-place finish in the American Athletic Conference. WSU Athletic Director Kevin Saul made the decision not to retain Hibbs, who was voted AAC Coach of the Year last Tuesday and ultimately hired Washington State head coach Brian Green, who was officially announced on Monday. And, of course, you heard the presser uh, first segment of this show. The decision to let Hibbs go has been criticized by some in the WSU fan base. Upset to see a program alumni not retained after a nine-win improvement from the previous season under challenging circumstances. While, Pref- while, Pelfrey, while Pelfrey said WSU did improve under Hibbs, he pushed back on the notion that the progress was acceptable by program standards. He says, I know our program hasn't been to a regional in 10 years, but for me, that's got to be the floor for this program every single year, Pelfrey said. I've never gone away from thinking that. He says, I thought we had a regional team, to be honest with you. I thought we underperformed. At the end of the day, 30 and 25 is not acceptable for this program. I hope that hasn't become the standard. I lived it every single day, and I'm 100% not okay with it. Pelfrey also told Dennis that he had zero issue with Saul's decision not to retain Hibbs and thought a lot of criticism heaped on Saul was unfair. It is possible for Pelfrey to retain his job as pitching coach under the new head coach, although the decision is ultimately up to Green. Here are some more comments that he made. He said, Kevin Saul did everything he told us he was going to do. Pelfrey said, he told us in the beginning that he wanted to keep us through the spring. He did that. He told us that he was going to reevaluate us at the end of the year. He did that. At the end of the year, he thought the best thing for the direction of this program was to go in a different way. He has every right to make that decision. He went on to say he's got a really good heart, and I think he really cares about this program, and he ultimately wants to do what's best. At the end of the day, Kevin Saul wants the Wichita State baseball program do well, and I want the same exact thing. I want Wichita State to go back being something we can all be proud of. In his most candid moments, Pelfrey spoke about how the interim tag on the coaching staff affected the WSU locker room, Hibbs' coaching style, and why the Shockers had a disappointing 3-8 and eight close to the season. Much like the men's basketball interim staff told much like the men's basketball interim staff told the Eagle during the 2021 season, Pelfrey said every member of the baseball staff felt daily pressure in the role. When there's an interim tag, it comes with a lot of pressure, Pelfrey said. Obviously, we talked about that a lot as a staff. We had daily coaches meetings, four games before practices, and that stuff got brought up because it involves lives, people's families, kids. When WSU committed five total errors and lost both games at Houston in a crucial conference series that all but eliminated the Shockers from title contention, Hibbs' frustration about the situation spoiled over to the locker room. According to Pelfrey, following a 4-1 loss to Oral Roberts, team's third straight at X Stadium on May 9th. We had a team meeting after their game, and there wasn't a lot said about the game, Pelfrey said. Frustration, I think, the lack of contract extension, it did boil over into the locker room. 
Pelfrey said, Pelfrey said Hibbs had an old-school coaching style, much like Stevenson and Wedge, which included little praise for good plays and criticism for It's a style that worked in Wichita in the past, but Pelfrey said he wasn't sure it worked anymore with the current generation of baseball players. He said guys nowadays, they want to be praised, they want to be built up. Pelfrey said, I've had to learn this too as a coach because I'm an in-your-face intense type of guy and I had to adjust. This is maybe the first year I fully did it. Players tell you they want the truth. That's until you give them the truth and then they realize that's not what they wanted to hear. So they go in the opposite direction. So maybe that coaching style didn't fully sit well with the whole team. Now, what I want to do is I want to go down because there are some other comments made. It says that when breached by the Eagle seeking a response to Pelfrey's claims, Hibbs declined to talk in specifics but did issue a statement. I question the timing and comments, Hibbs texted the Eagle. I have no agenda. Every decision I made during my time as an interim head coach was for the betterment of our student athletes and our program, period. I value honesty, integrity, and treating others with respect. It is obvious that my core values do not align with the current administration and some involved with Shocker Baseball. Pelfrey also detailed the timeline following the season when Saul made the decision. So we're going back to Pelfrey's statement. That what you heard was what Hibbs texted the Eagle. Saul met with the staff on Monday, May 29th, when everyone had returned from the conference tournament in Clearwater, Florida. Pelfrey said, with no final decision being made. Next morning, according to Pelfrey, Saul and WSU Senior Associate Athletic Director, Kent Hegenier, I believe I pronounced that right, spelled H-E-G-E-N-A-U-E-R, met with Hibbs, then the staff to inform them of the decision to conduct a national search. I can tell you from being in that meeting, his heart was telling him that we were really good people and he was very appreciative of the way we handled the wedge situation, but his brain was telling him that something was off, Pelfrey. Something was not quite right with the program. He mentioned that this program deserves a national search because he said there was something not right, there was something missing. I can 100% tell you this was really bogging him down, really, really bothering him in that meeting. A Zoom call was set up to inform the current WSU players, and after Saul finished, Hibbs was allowed a party message, according to Pelfrey. I think Scooter let some of his frustration out again about the lack of coaching decision at time at end of zoom call Pelfrey said I'm pretty sure the administration heard that as well at the time of the interview Green's hire had been reported but not officially announced when asked by Dennis if Pelfrey a former WSU pitcher himself would be fine to see someone outside of Gene Stevenson tree lead the Shockers Wichita Heights graduate did not hesitate if the best thing for this program is to go outside the family and we get back to being a regional team every year and dust the floor and we get back to being successful, I'm all for it, Pelfrey said. I want to be a part of the program still, but if I'm not, 
I'm 100% okay with that. I just want to be proud again when people bring up Wichita State baseball. So there you have comments. Like I said, there was a lengthy article because it was basically from interview that Mike Pelfrey had with Shane Dennis on the Shane Dennis Show on ESPN Radio Wichita, which I had the opportunity to listen to it. And I thought it was very, very candid. He was, I believe he was very honest. But you can also tell that maybe everybody wasn't seen eye to eye. It reminds me years ago when I was in studio at another radio station, KGSO, obviously there was a board op. And I believe this was now during the Todd Butler era. Uh, there was a guy that was hosting the evening show, Adam Knapp, I do believe. And he had a former WSU baseball player on. Can't think of who it was, but at that time there was a disconnect. And like I said, I can't think of who the player was, but he was fine with the disconnect because WSU baseball didn't seem like WSU baseball. There was no connection. There was no, you know, like, for instance, Greg Marshall would reach out to those from the past. He would honor the MTXE era, uh, bring in some of the old school guys from back in the day, have them talk to the players. Whereas with the baseball program, there was a disconnect that some seemed just fine with. And seemed like right now there is the beginning of a disconnect. But hopefully that this hire with uh, Brian Green, is the good hire because you never know what a good hire is until you put right pieces on playing field and they produce. And like Pelfrey said, the floor should be regional, not just once a year, but every year. Start getting into regionals. Winning has a way of bringing back a lot of people. And from what I'm hearing about Brian Green, he's going to be a community guy, a rah-rah guy, get out in the community, hype up his own program. Old saying goes like this. It's a poor frog that doesn't praise his own pond. One thing I can say, Pelfrey also had some things to say for those keyboard warriors. Pelfrey was disappointed to see so much negativity online surrounding Shocker baseball program in the past week and wondered if Green even has a chance in the community due to pessimism. One thing that has been bothering me for the last week is I feel like Shocker, the Shocker program is getting torn down on social media. Pelfrey said, we're talking about Four decades of blood, sweat, tears, and hard work that we've all put into it. And to see it get torn down in four or five days, I'm really disappointed. I've seen a lot of people on social media saying things and making comments. And I'll tell you, if half those people showed up to the games, we would have played in front of three or 4,000 people. Pelfrey's message to Shocker fans was to band together to support the new head coach and give WSU players, underline that, WSU players, you may not like the coach that was hired, but at the end of the day, it's those players that's putting in the blood, sweat, and tears that's going out performing, hoping that somebody will be in the stands to watch them. You never know what 2,000 versus 4,000 can do for the psyche 
of young men to know that they have someone to play in front of and to perform in front of. Once again, Pelfrey's message to Shocker fans was to band together to support the new head coach and give WSU players the same special experience that he received during his time with the Shocker. He says what really made his experience was the fans, energy, the enthusiasm, getting to play in front of 5,000 people every day, Pelfrey said. I think that's what gets lost in all of this. You talk about supporting the program, building relationships with the players, interacting with them, that's what is missing. He says, I feel bad for some of these players now because they don't have those relationships in the community. They don't get the same support. And I will go on record and say this, even for the basketball program. Yes, even the basketball program was getting tore down on social media because half those people that was in these chat rooms, I can call them out, shocker unfiltered, shocker basketball fan, and there's some other ones. If only you had been to the state, to Coke Arena, to watch these games. Maybe an extra 2,000 people in the stands could give a little bit more energy to push the players to excel even more. You know, it's one thing when you come into a building and the energy is there. It's another thing when you have to create your own energy. That being said, I done spent enough time on this segment. I am, when I come back, I'm definitely going to talk about Chris Paul. All coming up on A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. Your host and conductor, Anthony Smith. Your host and conductor, Anthony Smith. It's time for us all to grow together. So, if you would like to have your ad ran on the A-Train Sports Talk podcast, simply reach out to me at a.trainsportstalk at gmail.com or at 316-553-2010. Or, if you would like to sponsor a segment, you can also reach me at a.trainsportstalk at gmail.com or 316-553-2010. So let's grow together. It is the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. Your host and conductor, Anthony Smith. Mr. Max Market, formerly known as P&P, is fully stocked for all your grocery needs. We carry the largest selection of hot links in Wichita, including the world-famous Oklahoma links from Mountain View and Rogers, Kansas links from Yoder, Colorado links from Gold Star as well as national brands such as Siegel and Dietz. 
Our meat department stocks ribs, pork butts, pork chops, brisket, hams, chicken, hamburger meat, oxtails, buffalo fish, whole catfish and fillets, and much more. In season, we stock hard-to-find produce such as red, yellow, orange, and purple meat watermelon, cantaloupe, melons, tomatoes, corn, greens, okra, and more. We have a huge selection of fish fry, seasonings, sauces, and rubs including the full lines of Louisiana and Slap Ya Mama products. In addition, we have all grocery staples including flour, sugar, bread, butter, cheese, snacks, milk, canned goods, candy, snacks, and drinks. And now, back to the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. Welcome back to the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. As the train is always building up ahead of steam. You know, I'm just looking at some comments on some of these different chat groups. And one guy in particular, you know, I do have some friends in the radio business. And I call them my friends. And when I say they're my friends, I mean that they are my friends. But. He asked me if a couple of guys were on, still on the air, and I said, yes, they're on the air. And I let it be known, I think they do a good job. And they're humble enough to where they will even take time to spend a few minutes with me on my own podcast. So, yes, I will defend those guys because those are my friends. Not saying that the guy that made his comments talking about not-so-flattering comments about sports talk radio in Wichita. But I think all around the board that we have a pretty good cast of local sports talk guys. And, I mean, yes, I have worked in radio as a board operator. Got to be around people in radio that moved on to greener pastures. And when I say greener pastures, let me just go ahead and uh, play this out. Uh, I remember working at KGSO's board operator years ago. Back in the early 2000s, uh, Chris Allison was there. He was basically there from ground zero. He had him a show on ESPN eventually uh, called The Pulse. Uh, Alex Gold, he went to ESPN, got a show called The Gold Standard. I mean, KGSO was like putting people out into bigger markets. That's where I came from around those people. Uh, you have your local guys like Scott Styles was on KGSO. Doug Downs is there. Went to school with him at Hutchinson Community College. Uh, people like Bob and Jeff Flutes used to listen to Bruce Hurdle. Still listen to him every now and then when I when I'm available when I'm able to. Uh, these are guys I grew up with, and I think they do a darn good job. So I think we ought to, you know, and especially Bob Lutz, who was a columnist for the Star Eagle and now has a show with his son, Bob and Jeff show. So I just think we all just give these guys their due, their just due. So I'm going to get to Chris Paul this segment. But first, 
Wichita State basketball recruiting. North Carolina's DeMarco Dunn is a transfer target. Summer workouts have begun this week at Coke Arena, but first-year Wichita State men's basketball coach Paul Mills is still looking to finalize the final two spots on the roster for the upcoming season. The Shockers could have filled one of them with a recruiting splash as they are in serious contention for North Carolina transfer DeMarco Dunn, a six-foot-five shooting guard with two years of eligibility who is a former top 100 prospect in the class of 2021. Wichita State hosted Dunn on an official visit this past weekend, according to a source close to the program. Dunn also took an official visit to Penn State at the end of May, while Oklahoma and Utah are reportedly also trying to get in the mix. Dunn would certainly fit the theme of Mills' first recruiting class with the Shockers, which has targeted transfers who had limited roles at their previous stops and are expected to take on larger roles for WSU like Bijan Cortez, Oklahoma, Harlan Beverly, Miami, and Ronnie DeGray, the third, Missouri. Dunn never had much of an opportunity with playing time in his two years at North Carolina as he averaged 2.7 points in 10.2 minutes per game in his 27 appearances this past season with shooting percentages of 42.4% from the field and 32.4% from on three-pointers. During the Tar Heels' run to the national title game in the 2021-22 season, Dunn averaged one point in 4.1 minutes per game in 23 appearances. Even with a limited sample size in college, Dunn appears to be an ideal candidate for a player who just needs an opportunity for playing time to thrive. Dunn was a unanimous four-star prospect coming out of high school in 2021, ranked number 64 nationally by rivals and number 68 on the 24-7 sports composite rankings. So right now, Wichita State has their targets set on DeMarco Dunn. Now, as I said, I am going to get into the Chris Paul story. So a report has it that the Phoenix Suns are set to release Chris Paul after three seasons. Chris Paul will now be a free agent this summer. Chris Paul's time in Phoenix is now over. The Suns will waive Paul, Bleacher reports. Chris Haynes reported Wednesday. The move will officially make Paul a free agent this offseason and end his three-year stint with the Suns. Paul, 38, averaged a career-low 13.9 points, 8.9 assists, and 4.3 rebounds last season with the Suns. He helped them to the Western Conference semifinals this season, but they fell in that round to the Denver Nuggets. Since then, the Suns fired coach Monty Williams and replaced him with former Los Angeles Lakers coach Frank Vogel. Paul had two years left on his four-year, $120 million deal. Twelve-time All-Star and former Rookie of the Year is sure to be a high-profile free agent this summer, even as he's entering the final stage of his playing career. While he's sure to be a Hall of Famer, eventually Paul has never won an NBA title. He got the Suns to the NBA Finals in his first season there, but they fell to the Milwaukee Bucks. According to Haynes, 
Paul plans to play several more years in the league before retiring. It's unclear who will move to land the veteran point guard in the coming months, though there are sure to be plenty of teams interested. In some more news, Yankees, Phillies, WNBA, NWSL games postponed due to poor air quality from Canadian wildfires. As the smoke from wildfires in Canada triggered air quality alerts throughout the northern United States, sports events on the East Coast have already begun to be affected. Two MLB games were postponed, the league announced Wednesday afternoon. The New York Yankees versus the Chicago White Sox and the Philadelphia Phillies versus the Detroit Tigers. Both were rescheduled for Thursday. Meanwhile, the WNBA announced the postponement of the New York Liberty versus Minnesota Lynx at Barclays Center. Reportedly, smoke had entered the arena, according to Inside Howard Megdahl. The NWSL announced a at 2.32 p.m. Eastern that Wednesday's match between New Jersey, New York, Gotham, and Orlando Pride would be postponed until August 9th because of air quality conditions at Red Bull Arena in Harrison, New Jersey. MLB reportedly began to monitor the air quality situation around midday, according to the Washington Post's Jesse Doherty. Uh, Doherty. Yankees later said they and other affected teams would meet at 4 p.m. Eastern to discuss their options in the wake of the weather, according to the New York Daily News' Gary Phillips. All the while, this was Yankee Stadium five hours before the scheduled start of Yankees versus White Sox. And basically what we're looking at is an image of what looks like a hazy look. You could probably pull it up on Twitter, on Eric Boland's Twitter page, at e. Bowling 11. You see the orange coming through the doors, and then you walk outside like, whoa, Yankees manager Aaron Boone said. The last time MLB postponed games due to poor air quality was in 2020 when wildfires in Washington and Oregon forced the league to move games between the Seattle Mariners and San Francisco Giants. Those games were eventually moved to San Francisco. The Yankees and White Sox played Tuesday night when the air quality index, AQI, in the Bronx reaches high as 191, according to airnow.gov. That's well above the unhealthy level for sensitive groups and bordering on unhealthy for all individuals. For reference, an AQI of 0-50 is good. Anything above 101 is bad. Above 300 is considered hazardous for everyone. By 3 p.m., the AQI in the Bronx rose to 348 per airnow.gov. The Yankees lost that game to the White Sox 3-2 on Tuesday with an eerie blanket of smoky air hanging overhead. The same day, New York City's air quality rate the worst in the world among major cities because of the effects of the wildfires. Minor league soccer games in Syracuse, New York, and Scranton, Pennsylvania were postponed Tuesday due to air quality concerns in the regions. So there you have an update on postponement of games in various different sports due to air quality caused by the Canadian wildfires.
Well, that's going to about do it for me here on the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. Hope you have enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed the content. Went a little bit heavy on the local scene because there was the naming of the new baseball coach, the introduction press conference. I know you're going to weigh in, and I would like to see your feedback, positive or negative. You have a chance to leave comments on this podcast. Uh, once again, hope you have enjoyed the ride as much as I enjoyed being the conductor. Until the next time, you have a great rest of your week. Be blessed. I'm out.